0: The Free for All Roundtable,
1: Round Two, and joining me on the panel on Round Two today are some fabulous people printed on my piece of paper. See, I didn't do that part off the top of my head. Jason Agnew, apologies. Uh, yes. Stock 1010's Jason Agnew, Patrick Brown, the Mayor of Brampton, and Mississauga City Councillor Debika Demerla. Welcome. Morning. All right. Let's, uh, let's start with this. Activists want cooling centers for homeless amid heat and air quality alerts. One of the activists is saying, hey, we got people in tents. It's really, really hot. They're living a horrible lifestyle. In the winter, we have warming centers. We don't have the cooling centers we've had in the past. And uh, Jason, are, are, are they right? Or is there a limit to what the city can do?
2: Well, it's every every season seems to have its challenges uh, dealing with the homeless. Whether it's we hear about removing the encampments, we hear about uh, the warming centers, and now we have the cooling centers. So there, this is just
1: one of many dominoes in the problem. All right. Well, um, uh, Depika Damerla, uh, how's Mississauga handling this?
3: Well, uh, you know, uh, we do what most cities do, which is we have our libraries and community centers open, uh, air-conditioned spray pads and pools. But, you know, I'll admit that if you're a homeless person, sometimes uh, it may not be that easy to just walk into a swimming pool to cool down. I I completely understand that. And so I think we need to do better. But I think Jason did say that this is another symptom. We really need to be addressing the root cause of all of this, the homelessness and the lack of. Uh, deeply affordable housing units. Uh, In the region of Peel, you know, we have a uh, don't turn away any person policy for the longest time, but now we've actually ourselves for the first time in a long time run out of shelter space as an example. So yes, we we probably need to do better in terms of the short-term fixes, whether it's cooling centers or warming centers, but I think we really need to be looking at The bigger issue, which is more permanent housing. And as municipalities, we really need uh, the higher levels of government to kick in.
1: Well, people always say that. We say, well, we need affordable housing. But what can a person with literally no money, uh, perhaps mentally uh, challenged, perhaps addicted, perhaps both? They can't. There's no level of affordable. You're talking about free housing.
3: Yeah, shelters uh, as a start, but good shelters. You know, part of the challenge we have uh, is a lot of people don't want to move into our shelters because they can be sometimes hostile or not very welcoming. But you're right. I mean, you know, it's not one size fits all. And uh, you're right with the homeless people. You know, what we're really looking for at this point would be uh, free housing. Uh, But just trying to help them on a day-to-day basis because today is a heat warning, tomorrow is a cold warning. We need to do that, but all I'm saying is we need to get beyond that.
1: Well, this is like cross-GTA checkup, but now from Brampton, uh, Mayor Patrick Brown, how does it look to you?
0: Well, very similar to Mississauga. When the Region of Peel puts out a heat alert, uh, we open up community centers and libraries uh, for a cooling area for um, whoever doesn't have that uh, ability. Um, so it's a service that we've, we've had for a long time and, uh, I'm surprised if it doesn't exist in other cities as well.
1: Okay. Well, you know, this is kind of off the agenda we gave you, but we've got, uh, the mayor of Brampton and a councillor from Mississauga. I'll start with the councillor. How do you feel about the breakup of Peel? Uh, You're getting divorced from Patrick Brown.
3: Um, I think we'll still be very good neighbors, uh, and it's, it's been a longstanding, uh, uh, position of the city of Mississauga, starting with uh, Mayor Hazel McCallion, that Mississauga wanted to be its own independent city. You know we are Ontario's third largest city. Smaller cities like Kitchener and Peterborough are a standalone cities. So, uh, absolutely delighted.
0: Are you delighted, Patrick Brown? Well, there's a lot of questions that need to be um, answered, um, and so and. That I support the idea of, of being independent cities? Of course, but every dollar we've put into this, we need to be paid back for. Our, our shared infrastructure is largely all in Mississauga, so the police headquarters, uh, the um, majority of paramedic stations, water treatment facilities, these are very expensive. And, you know, I'm I, I'm reassured when the Premier says Mississauga is not going to be able to, to walk away from their obligations, but, you know, when the Mayor of Mississauga is saying she's not going to pay a cent, um, you know, that that's a big red flag. Um, if there's a divorce and you own a house, you sp- you know, you, you split up the value of that house. Uh, not one party gets to keep it. So we'll be watching this carefully. And uh, I'm going to make sure that the interest of in my residents are protected. OK, so, so Jason- does that
2: make me Caledon, Jerry? Am I Caledon then in this yes. mix? Because yes. I'm just happy to be here. That's all. Come up and, and see Connecticut, everyone. <laughs>
3: sorry, I, I, I mean, sorry, I do need the opportunity to respond at some point. Go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to say that, you know, the mayor of Brampton keeps saying that Mississauga somehow owes Brampton something. And I think uh, that's not quite correct. So let let me just lay this out for you. Mississauga's population is about 800,000 and change. Brampton's population is about 700,000 and change. So what do we have? We have, for example, a shared uh, water treatment plant. The reason it's in Mississauga and not in Brampton is geography. You want the water treatment plant close to the lake. So it's not about Mississauga owning it. Now, this was paid for this water treatment plant was paid for jointly by Brampton and Mississauga. Mississauga paid between 60 and 70 cents on the dollar to build this. Brampton paid between 25 and 30 cents on the dollar. Maybe it's it's gone up a bit now, but look at it. So we've paid almost 60 to 70 percent of the cost of this Water treatment plant. It's servicing 800,000 Mississaugans and 700,000 Bramptonians. So, you know, Brampton really got a sweet deal by paying between 25 to 30 cents. And its population is almost the size of Mississauga. So the the whole idea that somehow this asset uh, belongs to Mississauga is wrong. It's just located. We all have assets that are located in places we don't live in, but we still use. So the water treatment plant well, continue to serve. In,
0: in, in, in fairness, Mississauga just got an eleven billion dollar bill to to, to build a new one, and they ran away from the bill. They've used up the servicing capacity, and you've got a NIMBY mayor that doesn't want to build any more houses. Oh, that's <laughs> That's uh, not true at all. <laughs> we want to build in Brampton. We want to invest. We want to grow. We want to we want to create jobs. And so, so, so. the fact that, the, the fact that your leadership wants to run away from any economic activity, and, and not not have to pay their share when we've always paid the share over forty years. Um, is difficult for residents in Brampton to accept. All right, well, so that, we're going to move
1: on I We're gonna move on from this. Uh, and although, <laughs> although we promised to send let's send the audio to Doug Ford, okay? Yeah. Uh, on this thing, and I'm not going to hear from Caledon Jason, on this one. I'll, I'll hear from you. I understand. Yes, I'll hear from you on TVO headline Thanks to Doug Ford, we've got ourselves a good old-fashioned patronage scandal. This has to do with certain lawyers, and most of them seem to be connected to the Conservative Party or in it, as in the case of Carolyn Maroney, getting the uh, King's Council designation. You used to have lawyers who were QCs. That got taken away. Now it's the KC because we have a king instead of a queen. And uh, Jason Agnew, a lot of people are just furious and all worked up about this. And I'm going, I don't really care.
2: Do you? I mean, you're speaking a different language at this point. I don't even know what this is. I don't care what this is. I don't know why this is being done. I don't see a need for it. I don't see a need for a monarchy. I surely don't see a need for the uh, do, 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 do king we now have. This is ridiculous. There's better things to, uh, to do when you're in government than this.
1: Anybody worked up about this?
0: Well, you know, you know what i'd I'd say that in terms of scandals, this is a pretty pathetic scandal. Um it doesn't cost any money. This is not a patronage job that that uh, you know gives someone some plumb government uh, a post. It's literally two letters after their designation. most other uh, most other provinces have this. Ontario, for some reason for for you know thirty years, didn't. Who cares? This is not a scandal. Well,
3: well you know, to me, the biggest irony in all of this is, Carolyn Mulroney, the daughter of the man who arguably became the prime minister, you know, by displaying his disdain for patronage appointments, is now accepted one. I mean, that's uh, that's an interesting one. I, I have to agree that you know, it may not have the financial. Uh, scandal, but there's a lack of transparency. You know, the AG's office has even admitted when it says that going forward, we will have a public process. That means they're admitting that currently they didn't have a public process and just gave it to friends and family. And I think that's plain wrong.
1: Well, come on. You're a counselor. Patrick Brown is a mayor. Friends and family is a part of politics. You know that.
3: Oh, no, 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 not at all. I don't think it should be that way, and we should strive. Uh, we should strive to not do it as friends and family. I strongly disagree with that, that it has to be merit-based.
1: All right, now... Um... A lot of Canadians say they are choosing to spend less on summer travel or not at all over financial concerns. And Mayor Patrick Brown, I characterized this this morning as maybe a local opportunity. Maybe you'll have some people who say they live in, they live in Brampton or they, near, they live near Brampton. Hey, I, I can't afford to fly off to wherever like I used to want to do. I'm just going to spend money locally. That can't be bad news for local communities.
0: You know, there's lots of great iconic events in, in, in every city. I'll give you an example. On July 20th, we're hosting the largest cricket tournament in North America in uh, in Brampton. 183 countries are televised it. Biggest cricket stars in, in the game will be in our city for two weeks. Come and visit. Um, every city has major events that are a blast to see. And so, yeah, if, if there's opportunities to encourage domestic travel, I'm all for it. Jason, what's there to do in Caledon?
2: Well, listen, not Kaladin, but actually, Jerry, it's funny you say that. I mean, I'm actually the anchor of, of Halton News. So we do a segment called What's Happened in Halton, and encourages people to get out and check out all of the Halton communities. So this is great. This is a staycation thing. I mean, sure, it's unfortunate people can't travel, but it can definitely benefit the local economy. And there are so many things going on that people can go take day trips to and keep their money within the local economy. So you might spin this as, oh, no, people can't travel. That's unfortunate. But really, you can also spin it as a very positive local story.
1: You well, know, that's what I was trying to do. Where's What's Happening Halton available? Oh, I'm on uh, your TV, Kojiko. Oh, okay. And uh, what's there to do in Mississauga then, Councillor Demerla?
3: Oh, there's so much. And you know, I just want to begin by saying I've always thought that there's no better place than Ontario in the summer. We really, you know, I know we've had a bit of a heat warning, but for the most part, we have absolutely wonderful summers. And so it's a good idea to spend your summers in Ontario. When it comes to Mississauga, there isn't a week, Jerry. There isn't one weekend that we don't have something going on at Celebration Square, which is in downtown Mississauga. There's festival after festival. I believe this weekend probably it's the Filipino festival. We have, you know, we have every culture. We have Fest. We have uh, Bollywood Monster Mashup. There isn't a weekend that you can't come to Uh, Celebration Square and not find a party to join. Same thing, Port Credit. Uh, Mississauga has a beautiful, fantastic, you know, live music festival almost every weekend in Port Credit along the lake. Come to Cooksville, my own uh, neighborhood, Uh, September 16th and 17th, we are having Taste of Cooksville. Uh, So yeah, there's lots going on.
1: Okay, uh, so we had some feistiness, which I always appreciate. We're going to uh, make everybody calm for the weekend because it came to our our attention that a canadian composer is leading the world in cat music this apparently will calm your cat down any cat lovers here
2: See you the- know jerry the only cats that i love are perhaps the detroit tigers before we go here alec manoa tonight too soon
1: well you'll know by about 10 o'clock tonight all right <laughs> Okay. Uh, thanks to Jason Agnew, Patrick Brown and to Dame I'm Jerry Yegar in for John Moore. We're hoping that he is back uh, by Monday, but we've been hoping that day by day as we went along. Is he okay? Nick just says he's fine. All right. Uh, thanks for your time. Have a and great ad- time. Yeah thanks uh, for your time and attention through the the weeks. Catch the round table. Round
0: one at 745. Round two at 845. Weekday mornings on More in the Morning. News Talk 1010, Toronto.